Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast. Hey guys, what's up? It's Dylan Godino from LaughSpin.com. You are listening to the LaughSpin podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. We're not going to give you the news, but we're going to give you this great interview with Nick DiPaolo. I recently chatted with the legendary Nick DiPaolo, and uh, he's got a new album out, and you guys should totally get it because I listened to it. It's officially coming out February 17th, but if you go to nickdip.com, you can get it now. I believe it's a pay-whatever-you-want sort of situation. Um, but February 17th, it'll be out on iTunes and you can pre-order it there if that's more your style. Um, it's called Another Senseless Killing. It is excellent. It's a little bit more personal, uh, I think anyway, than his, uh, than his previous releases of which he has many and, uh, you should get those as well. So check out that. Um, like I said, I am Dylan Godino. If this is your first time listening to the Laugh Spin podcast, uh, I run this site called LaughSpin.com. I've been running it for a very long time. Uh, you should check it out. It's comedy news, interviews, reviews, all that good stuff, videos. Um, and then once a week, my co-host Mike and I, we do like a comedy news roundup. Uh, and on the weeks we don't do that, I present to you these interviews. Uh, and obviously that's what you're listening to now. So... Uh, thank you to Nick DiPaolo for chatting with me. Uh, thank you to Stand Up Labs and Stand Up New York uh, for this episode because I got to record uh, this interview with Nick at uh, Stand Up Labs, uh, their, their podcast studio. So that was very nice of them to let me do that. Um, that's it. I'm going to shut my mouth and here's Nick. What's up, Nick DiPaolo? What's up, kids? Thanks for being uh, here on the Laugh Spin Podcast. My pleasure. Uh, I have to, first things first, I have to thank uh, Stand Up Labs. We are actually recording in their uh, gorgeous podcast studio, uh, as opposed to me coming to you uh, with my uh, Zoom H4N and two mics, which is <laughs> which uh, nothing to sneeze at, no, but, but this, no. is, this is nice. I, I do it in my, my uh, basement, my house. I do it in my office. Yeah. Where I do my podcast. And you've been doing, I mean, you, you've been doing it longer than a lot of other people. You, I remember listening to you when you were like using blog talk radio and like using a phone yeah, and stuff. Yeah, but you know, it's, it's funny <laughs> to say that. That's, that's, that's actually a compliment to Mike Baker, uh, my web guy, yeah. who was ahead of everybody on yeah. this shit. He had me blog TV, it was called. Yeah. Which, and I, I had Artie Lang up to my house and, um... <laughs> You know, we hadn't done any of that shit. Even Mike Baker, who's on the cutting edge of this stuff. And so many people, because Adi was my guest and we have a history. Yeah. It, it was so popular that the thing crashed right in the middle of it. Yeah. So then I just abandoned it all. I just started doing podcasts a little over a year ago. I've right. only been doing a podcast for about 15 months. Well, so. But with that, was, you, I mean, that was, oh, I see. I stopped that was live. doing it. That was live. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and, technically and, it wasn't a podcast. Yeah. But. I gravitated towards real radio where you get paid real money. Yeah. And, and you know and, and I mean you're real so money. good at it Nick I fucking love Ray I, this is my I favorite I like it as I like it as much as doing stand up because you can be funny and not be interrupted by a drunken asshole or a bachelorette party right that's why I love this you would have why to, I love you radio would, you would have to invite a drunken asshole onto your show <laughs> well that, 
That has happened. You could, you could, uh, yeah. Well, you, yes, you've been doing this. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I remember telling people, I'm like, do you know, like Nick DiPaolo is in his basement doing live, like web radio. <laughs> and like now it's like, yeah, I, we, we, I did the thing with Mike Baker and then there was a company from Israel who was paying me like six, 700 bucks a month to do a, a show. Really? Yeah. A couple times a month. I, I, I'm so bad uh, with, with dates and chronologically, I can't keep the shit straight. But that I forget why that went away. But but yeah, I was getting paid for a little while. But 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 I didn't do it for any length of time. Right. You know, I mean, I, I I got my radio chops doing radio a little. I had a show on Free FM, yeah. Stern show, uh, right after Howard Stern, the same station. I, I got a gig there, which actually paid. You know, but but that station was um, hemorrhaging money, which I didn't know right. when I jumped aboard because they were paying you, Nick. No, it wasn't me. You know, it was. But they had a few <laughs> other big names, Elvis, and uh, what's sure that was yeah. on before me. So uh, that was my first radio gig, and yeah. I friggin' loved it. I, remember I didn't that. know how to do radio, so I took phone calls. That's all. I was like a, uh, you know, might have been working, uh, you know, nine one one. That's all I did was take phone calls, <laughs> and people loved it. It was me busting callers' balls, and then but like the, a lot of the New York cops liked that show. Yeah, they got around that they loved because I was defending the cops sure. and, and, and and people would call in from construction sites. I'm like, is anybody fucking working? And Staten Island, I could have ran for mayor of Staten Island after that show was on a month. Every other call was fucking Vinny from Staten Island, Mikey from Staten Island. And I was like, holy shit. And uh, I, I absolutely loved it. And then that, that went away after five. And it was just becoming popular. Yeah. It was just all the numbers. My best numbers came out right before, you know, they closed the thing down. All the every demographic demographic was up, right? Uh, and and this guy John Manelli, he was the uh, he was my program director. He's a guy. I mean, he's been around. This guy's a radio guru. He, um, you know, he brought Hannity, uh, Rush Limbaugh, and um, who's the, who's the real right wing guy? He, he's dead now. Um, Bob Grant. I think he's dead. Well, he's in his late 80s. But Bob Grant, who was huge in the 70s and right. real controversial before all these guys are now. Uh, Manelli brought it, you know, was his program director. So he just threw me out there. I loved it. He let me, he didn't give me any notes. He, yeah. He saw, he knew me from Tough Crowd on Comedy Central. Yeah. So he just threw me out there. And nobody was breathing down my neck, which I absolutely love. That's what you need. You need more people like that. That's right. Don't that, you think that are so? That just like, yeah, he, this guy's funny. I feel like he's got good instincts. Just... Let, yes. him, let him go and see what I mean short of you know you know Get, as long as you're not right you know launching into uh, hate filled tirades right. and you know right they have to trust your instincts trust. like you said yeah which is what he did so uh, and to this day I'm amazed uh, you know um, yeah so I thank him for that but that's so that so that gig ended and then and yeah, then and you uh, were on Sirius, weren't you? Like, didn't you have... I did, I did a couple guest spots on Sirius. Oh, is that know? what it was? Yeah, like, like at like night. Like trial they, shows? Yeah, yeah, They gave me an hour to fuck around or whatever. But then then, then I created something with with the Nick and Artie thing. Yeah. That this guy from DirecTV yep. who knew me from Tough Crowd. Right. And um, so I said, you know, I got together and I go, here's my idea for a show. And he made it happen. He made it all happen. Right. And... Uh, it was like a sports-centric... Yeah. But comedy based exactly which I, i'm not i'm not crazy about the blend of that but why not um, I, th- I thought that was a good idea no it's all right it, it's all right uh, it got too i guess it was too sportsy for me <laughs> i wanted to i wanted to blend the two because yeah. because you know professional sports is to me is like a microcosm of our society race gender everything comes together sure and it's a good way to lead into subjects like that yeah sports stories you know yeah. so i wanted to do more of that 
than we were actually doing. So it, it didn't pan out. But DirecTV, you know, God bless them. They paid me well for, you know. And um, and then, like you said, though, with the podcast, you know, like you said, trust people, their instincts. And that's what you listen to these people broadcasting, like these podcasts, and that's why they're better than a lot of radio shows because you can be yeah. free and honest and right. not get in trouble. And that's, right? and that's what's happening. People are finding their own audiences through their podcasts. Right. And then what's, it's, it's happening in reverse order. At, you know, they're finding their, their, their audience and then the, the suits are saying, oh boy, you, got, you have an audience. Let's, I want, you know, yeah. I want to benefit from your audience that you got all on your own. Yeah. And that's where I go, hey, motherfucker, you didn't, you didn't buy my last Comedy Central special. Right. Fucking take your suit elsewhere. I'm glad this is a non-traditional route now. Because, yeah. uh, you know, my politics don't really jibe with the people that run show business, and it never did. So uh, that, yeah. that can be a hindrance, whether you believe it or not. And, and uh, I so I am it. grateful that there's other ways of getting to, like you said, you develop your own army. Yeah. Which is fun. I mean, it is, I tell you, I only do it once a week, but I, I look forward to going, when I first started, I didn't. I'm like, I was actually like nervous, even though I had done radio and talked to hundreds of thousands of people at a time right. or, or a half million or whatever. I was actually nervous sitting, you know, down in my office talking into a mic. What made you nervous? Uh, just because it was a brand new thing. And, yeah. and I don't have guests. I don't fucking, I don't have a bunch of people to fuck around with because right. I, it's me talking. It's and literally I, just you. You don't have anyone. Right. It's I want to keep you. it moving forward. Yeah. Uh, when you're by yourself to, to be entertaining and to keep it, it was a little, so, you know, but my first few are probably horrible, but, but now I've got into the groove. I actually look forward to going down there. Yeah. I have my bullet points written out and it's a good way to keep up your radio chops in case I do I haven't shut the door on radio sure. you know so but it's a great it's a great exercise if you want to be a broadcaster yeah right yeah oh absolutely I love yeah. it I actually I, it's uh, it's turning to something that I look forward to doing so you've been doing that 15 months that yeah. you started that when did so Nick and Artie you left. Oh, don't please don't make me do dates. I can't. I don't know how to do. Dates. Oh, that's okay. I can't no, 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 no. We're not. We're not going to do chronology. But Artie did the show then by for, himself. For, yeah, for like another year, I think. Right. But, and then they. they well, maybe another two. Almost another two year. Year and a half or two year. So you left. You left. Be you left or what? What happened? Why did Why did that happen? Uh, I can't really get into that. Okay. Particulars. Okay. But yeah, I mean, there were. It was. It was. Uh, you and Artie are still okay? Yeah. Or, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was more to do with uh, people they surrounded us with and mm -hmm. whatever. But there's no hard feelings between me and DirecTV either. So it was kind of amicable. I, I just wanted to, I wanted to do a different kind of show. Yeah. That was a little more socially relevant. Yeah. I thought some of the shit was silly and and I'm the type of guy that's going to, when he's not happy, I'm going to fucking right, turn on bowl. you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but that's, let's leave that there. No, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So uh, I listened to your your newest album, Another Senseless Killing. Yeah. Which um, is is a, a play on words, of course. Yeah. Uh, and is uh, always going to be relevant since, as we sit here today, there was yet another senseless killing. In yeah, a, I haven't got the details on that. All I know is that it was in uh, Chapel Hill, and uh, apparently some white dude took out three Muslims. Yeah, a white dude who I did hear on the way in here who was atheist and loved Rachel Maddow, according to his social media posts. Oh, shit. So can you imagine if it was Hannity or an O'Reilly fan, you'd be hearing about it around the fucking clock for the next 10 years. I mean, they, they try to pin the, the shooting of, uh, who was that, uh, the astronaut's wife? 
Remember the uh, oh, Congresswoman, uh, uh, Gabby Giffords? Gabby, Remember yeah, they yeah, tried to pin yeah. that yes. on Sarah Palin because she had a bullseye on her fucking... Yes. So you're going to... I'm just saying, if it was, if this guy was a fucking O'Reilly fan or a Fox fan, you, you wouldn't hear the end of it for well, the fucking 10 years. I mean, Don't be, try to argue that point. I'll tip, tip this table right the fuck over. <laughs> to be fair, it's still... Ow! Ow! <laughs> that's, that's what I got. Somebody just... That was, that was fucking Rachel kicking me in the chair. No, it's still early. You're right. It's, it's, it's very still, early. It's still early. So Absolutely. let's you, hope... So you, you got your fingers crossed. You're hoping you find a poster of O'Reilly in his bedroom or something. No, I mean, I... I it's I horrible. Hope, I hope they treat them... Well, how do we know it's senseless, though? You know what I mean? I mean, how do you define senseless? I, well, no, I haven't heard of the details. Was this guy being robbed by three people? I mean... Oh, no, I don't I don't think... What I, did he do? I... I, uh, I I just read an article 20 minutes ago, and I, I don't want... <laughs> people are going to hear this, like, days from now. They're going to be like, he didn't know what the fuck no, he was no, talking you, about. No, that's, that's the other thing I was going to say about doing podcasts and shit. Yeah. I, I'm very... It's lag time. Yes, lag time. Yeah. I, I always forget, too, because I've done nothing but live radio, so right. I, I always think people are... I actually think people are listening. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus Christ, how about that snowstorm? <laughs> I came out of fucking people listening to this shit in June. What the fuck do you think? <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a good point. And, and today, those stories always evolve yeah i mean the online stories never match what's in the newspaper they don't yeah. match what's on tv you're you right a, you actually look at newspapers still absolutely that's amazing absolutely well this is this, this lying on the internet too so I, I i take it all in yeah yeah you know i mean from what i read so far there it had something to do with a a parking dispute oh, is so that what i don't I, know <laughs> I, I i don't know is that right i'm not sure i thought i heard that too actually so that's really not a political fucking. I don't know. I mean, maybe more. That's will a guy who lost his out. shit, and they happen to be Muslims, right? Now, what but it's you, not going to be reported that way, is it? No. Let's watch Rachel Maddow tonight. I don't she know. When you report. mow down three, uh, I think that I think they were all related. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. But well, that's horrible. I mean, that is horrible. That's that's senseless. If that's what happened, uh, yeah, absolutely. If, if, if that is if that is what happened, but you're. And what, what is what is obviously going to happen? And I'm I consider myself a, a liberal person, socially liberal, maybe fiscally conservative. I, I, you know, whatever. Sure. But uh, I mean, of course, we're going to start hearing. Uh, there's going to be a lot of gun uh, talk and and all <laughs> this other shit. But you, I mean, just for, from listening to your album, you, I don't know if you were 100 percent serious or not, but you're a gun owner. Or you're not a gun owner. I, I let people guess. Okay. Yeah. Well, tell me. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> I leave that one up I, in the air. I you can't. I can't Come find out. I can't picture you a gun owner. Well, <laughs> I can't picture me either. But things happen in life that uh, you know. What happened in life? Tell me, Nick. Um. Some call liberalism, uh-huh. and uh, no, I don't. I don't. I don't have a fucking excuse. What are you talking about? What happened? America happened. We threw the British off our backs. That's what fucking happened. Good enough reason for me, but. But you, you know, you mentioned your 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 kind of your political views and how it doesn't always line up with this industry. I That's, mean, nine out of ten comics, you know, they're pretty, yeah, liberal leaning. But doesn't that help you sometimes because you stand out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at all the giant, famous conservative comics. Are you fucking high? People are such petty cocksuckers on the left. They just fucking hold it again. I'm not even that conservative, but I don't argue anymore. I actually, you're, you're kind of right. My, th- this, this special, uh, if you notice, was kind of apolitical for me. 
There wasn't much heavy yeah. handed, you know what I mean? Because I'm not that political, honestly. I just, like you said, this business is kind of more left-leaning, and I'm not as conservative as people make me out to be. No. But when you're in show business, and if you lean right on two out of ten, you know, you're considered like Mussolini. Right. So right. I don't, And I don't back down from that. But but I, socially, I don't give a shit about gay marriage, right. uh, abortions, kill all the babies you want. I fly 40 <laughs> hours, I fly 40 weeks a year. I don't give a fuck. I like to get some sleep. Um, so, you know what I mean? But you get pegged as, because of the tough crowd and all the racial talk. They right. wanted to throw me into that. You know, that fucking right wing cuckoo. And um, it sticks. The label yeah. stuck a little bit. Yeah. All right. Which well, is all right. You know, I, I mean, I think in the long run, it's going to it's going to help you, Nick. But I see. I heard this. OK, <laughs> Dill, I heard this. I heard this after my second open mic. I'm not kidding you. Somebody goes, you're like politically incorrect. You know, that's the wave of the fit. And I go, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> OK. It has gotten exponentially worse. Fucking, that was in 1988, by the way, not to date myself. Um, I don't know when the worm's going to turn, but I don't know if I'll be alive to see it. I think you're going to be alive to see it. Nick. Do you really? What yeah. Gives, what, what gives you that indication? That I don't it's, know. It's I mean, kinda... maybe, maybe it's just me. I mean, I appreciate listening to a comedian who maybe I don't agree with on certain topics. Right. But who makes a lot of sense otherwise. Because... To me, it kind of breaks. It sounds completely cheesy, but it breaks down some walls. It's like no, that's true. You know, Bill O'Reilly. I even if I agreed with him, I, I don't know if I could bring myself to to listening to any more of him because he's so abrasive and so like crazy one way that I can't. It like like Bill Maher. Bill Maher. I agree with all of his points. I don't. I still can't bring myself to like him because he's so. <laughs> See, O'Reilly isn't as as right wing. I don't think his show is as like you're making him out to. In my opinion, Bill Maher. Now, Bill Maher, I have grown to appreciate. He really represents his side well, and and but. And, and everybody says, it's funny, because, like, my wife can't watch him. Oh, he's a fucking ass. I go, I'm called an asshole fucking 12 times a day <laughs> from people that, that don't, don't agree with my comedy or whatever. Right. Or, you know, or whatever. So, um, but, but Bill Maher, there's some days where he gets to me. I'm like, oh. But it's not him. It's the content. Yeah. I, I, it, it's not his, because I, I have his abrasive kind of asshole thing going. Sure. So, for, but so I kind of, I guess I have some sympathy for yeah. you know, B- Bill like that. But but that's the show that uh, I would love to do on my side. You yeah. Know? He said, that's a great fucking show. And I would love to, I would love to see a show on, on that side. Uh, you know. You're because, not going to though. You're not. Why you're not? not? I'll tell you why. I've never seen an unplugged headphones cause such a fucking. Stick. Oh Jesus! It goes into my ear. <laughs> wow. Uh, Where they call him in from? I didn't. I didn't call him in. Got a I guy th- from NASA. The- um, no. Why won't we see that? Show? I'll tell you why. Be- because since TV's been invented, humor uh, has been coming from a liberal side. People, even the people who like me, are afraid to laugh out loud at some of the shit I say. We the, the status quo is political correctness. Yeah, that is the zeitgeist of our time, and the, I go against that with some of the shit I say. And even the people that like me are afraid to laugh out loud. Yeah, do you see what I'm saying? The I pool do. has been tainted. It's going to take forever. That's been forty, fifty years in the making, and it's not going to turn. And you can't do like Fox tried to do a 
you know, yeah. like a daily. You yep. can't, but you can't do it on a. First of all, you can't do it on a network that's known for its news. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then be taken serious. If right. you have me on there saying shit that might be racially, right. you know, questionable, and right. then you're gonna watch. You know what I mean? So that was the number one mistake. But I, but I, but it's been too. Like I said, even the people who find my. You, you know who who like my stuff. You might be right though. The podcast stuff, maybe it'll help turn. Yeah, because there's more freedom. Yeah, but but like uh, you know, Colin, I go to Colin. Why why aren't I doing fifteen hundred seats? You know, right. he goes, your people are watching Brian Regan. That's why, which is kind of true. Huh? You know what I mean? It's it's kind of true. It, they'll they they'll laugh at me from afar. I I, I, I say. You know what I mean? I see. Why? What do you mean? Why are you saying it devilish like that? No, that, that's a really interesting point. I never, I never thought of that. It, it's you know, so you're so supposedly you're fo- angry white people. So your followers are uh, followers. You sound like a co leader now. Sorry, I wish uh, <laughs> young broads. I wish I had twenty year old whores following. So your fans are too afraid to come out. Not too afraid. They, they do come out, but not they, when but you not talk about thousands. when you talk about the comedy as a whole turning. Yeah. As far as TV and shit, I mean SNL has been the beacon of, on TV, of, and it's been it's been liberal since the day it started. Yeah, and 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 that's not going to turn overnight, you know. Yeah, it's just not going to fucking happen overnight. We're still living in times where people can find me, but I'll be at the comedy set. I'll be doing a live show, and I'll do something that's you know really fucking off color. Yeah, and there'll be two tables laughing so hard they shit themselves, <laughs> and the other uh, the other hundred and fifty people are like just looking around like kind of giggling nervously. I see tits jiggling, but they won't <laughs> laugh. Out loud because fucking people are gonna you know they, they'll be stigmatized that's you're not gonna turn that this has been 40 50 years in the making that's not gonna change uh till i'm about 70 and it's too late do you think uh the, the this this drive for political correctness do you think it's gotten worse or better with social media like twitter and facebook it, i feel like it's so easy for people to give their opinions out I, I wonder if it's but 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 it seems once again the fucking Barack Obamas of the world who mm-hmm. fucking lean low get and they want to get their claws into it mm-hmm. you know they already have television I love when they call it a conservative media we we have a Fox News and talk radio as opposed to the three ABC NBC CBS fucking uh, Time Magazine and uh, fucking uh, Washington uh, Post and the New York Times and the LA Times and the fucking Boston Globe and uh, whatever uh, it's what was the question <laughs> Do you think, is it getting worse is, is it getting worse yeah because I feel like you know some of those old TV shows like like All in the Family and, right. and you know uh, uh, Good Times like, right. they were doing some like groundbreaking shit really heavy shit yeah and like making like we're digressing as far as race goes yeah we're, there's no, that's what it seems uh, like well we're digressing why we're, we're going backwards because there was something called slavery and, and white libs maybe not yourself but most of them won't <laughs> let it go yeah. it's white people who aren't letting us speak the fucking truth you know you, you want to hear white people speaking the truth go into the comment section after a fucking racial article yeah okay I know a lot of it's over the top racism right. but there's also a lot of shit that you couldn't say anywhere else but anonymously yeah on, on the fucking internet it's white fucking liberal people I I've been doing comedy like 27 years I've had I'm not kidding you I've had a handful a handful of uh, minorities maybe angry after a show mm-hmm. or during a show I swear to God, I could count the incidents on one hand. But I've had, I'd probably say, 750 right. white people right. fucking, you know, stand up and, ah, oh, you're just being fucking racist. It's usually young, college-age fucking doofuses. Right. 
But but uh, and do you think it's because they feel guilty for having some of those feelings, and then they're trying to shut you down? Do you think they have racist? I don't even feelings? think it's that deep. No, I think it's just a knee jerk reaction to what they're being fucking taught on college. Like campuses. they've been conditioned to be offended. Absolutely. By if they watch TV and they're in their twenties, their head has been filled with this shit. Yeah, fucking filled with it. And and then forget college campuses. Those are so far left. I don't even think there's people I know who are left that can't even fucking keep up with Code Pink and these uh, whatever. But uh, um, yeah, it's I don't know. It, it's I would say I don't know. It, I don't know. It's a good question if it's gotten worse since social. It's gonna though if they try to regulate and shit. Yeah, they get their claws in it. You're gonna get one point of view. Look, the people that run Google and shit, they're fucking lefties. They don't like me. Explain this to me. And here's my litmus test: How am I not verified on Twitter? I don't know. Can, can, even my wife, who thinks I'm paranoid about a lot of this shit, goes. She goes, "That's personal." Have you e- <laughs> have you emailed them? Uh, there's, like, there's like a there's like a thing. Do I have to? Anybody I, who's been verified, did you have to fill out an application, or do I have to jump through hoops? There's some cocksucker there, and I'm looking at you, you motherless fucks. Where are you? <laughs> there's some fucker who didn't like me on Tough Crowd. I guarantee it. Fucking some minority fucking holding this shit against me. I guarantee. Or a chick, or a feminist, any left wing douche. Is this a? Uh, I mean, can I make the air? All right, so you're not, so you're not verified. What do you, what do you? I mean, who cares? <laughs> that isn't, that isn't the point, though, is it? <laughs> that isn't the point. <laughs> Fucking, who cares? I do, I do. I just want to be treated like everybody else. If that was a black guy, was Chris Rock wasn't? I'm not. Pick a picture. Let's say he wasn't verified. Sure. Maybe he's not. Is he? Have nah, you he checked? shouldn't be. He's you not checked. as famous as me. You check. But uh, but <laughs> this people with this people with twelve hundred followers. I will know. That pisses me off. I'm just saying. I want to know why. Somebody help me out with this. I'll I'll send you a stuffed animal. Could you find out why? Should we Should we start a campaign to get you verified? Yes. I'll start it. Yes. I'll, I just want to be treated like everybody else. I say that as, as if I'm going to make a difference in this, but <laughs> I'm going to try it. Laughspin uh, Laughspin is going to try to get you verified. Yeah. Sure, Cosby's verified. Yeah, how about Cosby? <laughs> all those stories that are people are making up about him, right? Yeah, those are all made up. I was fucking hearing that shit in the mid '90s. I remember arguing with somebody in the green room at Caroline's, and I still to this day don't remember who it was about that. About what? About here, but hearing girls coming out of the closets and he raped them. Yeah. And I'm like, this even in the '90s, late '90s, I go, that's like the fourth story. Yeah. I'm starting to wonder. I remember saying that right. in the green room. I don't know who the hell I was talking to. Probably Cosby himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that makes you because, uh, dude, every every girl, every girl that's reporting this reports the exact same story. Right. He had a definite definite mo that he used. Yeah, you know what, what bugs me is he was rich and famous. And these girls are mostly, you know, a lot of, a lot of shallow broads. He had them up to his room already. And you, you're already rich and powerful and famous. Yeah. He, did, he was just lazy. He didn't want to do the two hours of small talk and the $800 worth of margaritas. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's, I, I mean, I, I think that was the whole point. I think he's a sociopath. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, I think he, he, he kind of reveled in, in, in having that control and, and he played mind games and he, and he like paid some of them. He paid for like... Uh, one of the women's kids schooling and like so it was like it was not just like you know him putting his pee pee inside of them no it's, it's like he was like somebody like, could, like in control of their entire existence yeah somebody said it was a sort of like a fetish almost like necrophilia you know what i mean yeah he wanted a back 
<laughs> Once they were passed out, he like got off on that. Yeah, order. well, then there's that. Yeah, that's... Hey, there's times when I wish my wife would be quiet and <laughs> going to fucking drop. But and, uh, and I think there was knows? there was something. I mean, uh, he'll he'd probably never say this, but I would love for somebody to go on the radio, go on TV, and say like, what you know, explain what the climate was during those decades with performers and women and the drug culture, because I get the sense that uh, drugging women's drinks, while it wasn't like thought of as a great thing to do probably wasn't thought of as such a horrible thing to do when back in back in the 70s and the 80s like it seemed that i don't know maybe that was i don't know like he talked to larry uh, larry king i think there, uh, interview there was, surfaced he did that whole bit about spanish fly on one of his albums yeah i heard that i mean it's, shit but there's no reason like you say you, you're saying it was kind of a sexual culture back then right well, I I, th- I think there was a lot of inequalities between men and women. And but 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 the one thing that wasn't, I mean, free love, late sixties, uh, seven. I mean, you know, I mean, you didn't have to drug a girl's right. drink. Everybody was fucking everybody. Right. So, um, and a lot of it went on in the eighties too. And, and and you know, yeah. I mean, it's it's friggin', it's and and then people come out to see him in Colorado. Fucking Cosby asks you to open for him. You say what? I go, you're not going to fuck me, are you? <laughs> he How sa- am I getting paid? He says, it's no. Not, I'm not going to wake up with a pudding pop hang out of my ass. Am I? <laughs> Wearing a temple t-shirt. All I remember is hearing. Uh, he says, no, Nick, I'm not going to rape you. I go, no, get my buddy Hannibal Burris. He'll love him. <laughs> he's black and he's very intelligent. And Oh, you have a problem with that guy? Come on, Bill. You can argue with him in the green room face to face. I think I think this is the end of of, of him of uh, Cosby. I, think. I always thought he was a pompous. I, I was never a huge. When I worked for Chris Rock, I was writing at the Chris yeah. Rock show. Yeah. Uh, one one day he took one night he took everybody to see Cosby, and I wouldn't. I didn't want to go. I was like really? the only one on the staff. I'm like I I appreciate his. I can appreciate you know, but he doesn't really float my butt. Really. Hello, Chris is like you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> They all come back. He goes, you missed the best fucking show that was. <laughs> Have you called Chris up and said, see, I told you. <laughs> you That's know, why I, I didn't want to go, Chris. You know, I haven't. I fucking <laughs> haven't. But I remember him getting right in my face. I mean, he was doing it jokingly. Uh, that was the best job I ever had in show business. Yeah. When? That was. When? That was uh, late was 90s. Yeah. Like 98. Uh, I came back from LA. In, so like 99, 2000. But it would be like a hot day. Chris would come in and go, hey, let's go to Yankees game. Okay. Oh, and that was it. That was it. No work that day, and no no work that day. And, and, and then uh, when Big Mama, uh, Big Mama's House Two came out, yeah, I guess Chris had seen it on his own. Yeah, and, and he there was some scenes that was so bad. He comes in he, right in the middle of the afternoon. He goes, "We're all going to see Big Mama's House," <laughs> and he wouldn't tell us why. So we all marched over there. We didn't know if he liked it or whatever the fuck. So we sit down and we're watching. About twenty minutes in, there's a scene I think with Martin Lawrence is like on the toilet farting and shit. <laughs> And, and Rock goes, okay, we can go now. <laughs> and everybody get up and we just walked out of the theater. That was it? That's all he wanted us to see. That's why I fucking love him. He just goes, we can go now. <laughs> we all just get up 20 minutes into the movie after the dumb fart scene that it, he found so fucking horrendous, which it was. It was I mean, he you talk about a good boss. Oh, my God. Yeah, that sounds pretty oh, much Oh, what a fun show. Wanda Sykes was there. Yeah. And, and um, I, I couldn't wait. I had a corner office. Like on the twenty third, twenty eighth floor, or whatever. 
like you know, right a couple blocks from the Chrysler building. Right. It was unbelievable. And you uh, still and you still got things done. It wasn't it wasn't all fun and games, was it? And we got shit done. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, it was a nice loose atmosphere. You know, I mean, uh, I don't think you could run. NBC Nightly News that way, but... Um, no, 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 not at all. So, it was, we got a lot of shit done. Here's the thing. We'd work on sketches and stuff. I did a lot of the uh, monologue joke writing. Okay. Because that's my favorite. Even to this day. I, w- I would love, like, Seth Meyer. I mean, he's got a great monologue, guys, anyways. But I would love to write jokes for those guys. I, I love monologue jokes. But, uh, you know, we'd sit around trying to come up with sketches or whatever. And, and, and somebody might would come up with an idea. And then Chris and Ali Leroy, who was like the executive producer, mm-hmm. um, a, a funny black guy out of Chicago. Him and Chris would go to lunch and come back with eight ideas <laughs> that, they, that they got while they were sitting at McDonald's. <laughs> and they were the funniest friggin'. But I got some good stuff on there. I got some real good uh, stuff on there. Yeah, that was a, that was a great experience. Yeah, I bet. So uh, the album is out February seventeenth. Yeah, another officially. Census, another census killing. But you can get you can pre order at Nick Dip. No, you no you can you can get it now at Nick Dip. Oh. Since since January second, you can okay. get it at nickdip.com dot com now, or uh, yeah, on or pre order it. Uh, yeah, I don't know why they do it like this, but anyways, it'll be available for sale right. on iTunes on February seventeenth. You can pre-order it now. Uh, you can already you can already get the audio portion, I right. think, on Amazon, and uh, it's in the top one hundred pre-orders. Got on, it on iTunes. So um, that's something. I guess so. I don't know. I went out to L.A. and did those other parties. I did like Corolla. Sure. Rogan's podcast. Yeah, I've heard Fitz of those Simmons. guys. Yeah. And it was one of the best things I did because yeah. it, it sparked up a whole bunch of, I got all kinds of new followers on t- those guys. That's like doing a TV show now, you know? Oh, absolutely. It's crazy. That's what we talked about before. I mean, they what they do is more valuable for their careers and the, and their guests' careers than doing, you know, five minutes on Conan yes. or, or, yeah. Yes. I mean. And I'm happy that's, because I, I would do the five minutes. I did let him in a couple of times, but right. it wasn't me. Right. It wasn't me being at my funniest. Sure. You know, I had good sets, but it wasn't me cutting loose. Right. And I'm so happy that something like this is, let you do that. Yeah. You know? Well, I highly suggest, I listened to it last night. I highly suggest, uh, it's a little Thanks, bit more, still. it's a little bit more personal than usual. That's, Lo- that's love, true. Love the suicide segment. Love it. Thank you. It is. It's it's a it's a little darker and dirtier than I'd like. I, I I'm not I'm not a big sex guy, but there was more of that on yeah, this album. I didn't but, think but, it was so dirty. But, but you go well. I got this Maybe reputation after doing the roast for being like a dirty comic, which I really wasn't. I mean, I did three half hour Comedy Central specials where I couldn't curse. Right. And uh, but but you know, there's a lot of you know bad rejuvenation stuff and asshole. Oh bleaching. sure sure sure. But that's not like. But but I don't consider that dirty. I don't it, know. It's no compared to I guess it's you know. But know. Uh, I mean it's I'm, dirty that I normally work. But people you know you look you do what you do at that moment. Yeah. I mean I, that's what I was thinking about for a year and and, and found funny. Yeah. And uh, it's it's not as political as raw nerve, which wasn't heavy politics. I did a couple of stuff, a couple of things, nine eleven uh, and stuff like that, jokes like that. But uh, this is for me. Like, I would say apolitical or whatever. Not that I'm a political comic. Right. I don't know what the fuck I am no more. Another, I mean, anymore. Another senseless killing. Go out and get it. Laugh, spin, people. Thanks, Nick, for being with me. Bill, thanks. I this appreciate was great. It. Thank you. Appreciate it, guys. All right. See you guys. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Nick DiPaolo. Another senseless killing. Go get it. Go to nickdip.com. Go to iTunes. Go to Amazon. 
uh, however you like to consume comedy, go there. You have you have many options. Thank you so much for tuning into the Laugh Spin podcast. Be sure to visit laughspin.com on the daily. Make sure you go to laughspin.com on the Twitter. You could follow us on SoundCloud. You can follow us on the Facebook. We're all over the place. If you want to get in touch with me directly, by all means, do so at Dylan, D-Y-L-A-N, at LaughSpin.com, Dylan at LaughSpin.com. And I would be ever so happy to hear from you. Ever so happy. I'm very lonely. I'm very needy. Uh, Hearing from strangers, totally welcomed. Totally welcomed. Um, So Dylan at LaughSpin.com is the address. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.